The Franciscan Friars of the Atonement present the Ave Maria Hour. Hello, this is Father Bob Warren of the Franciscan Friars of the Atonement. Thank you for listening to this rebroadcast of the Ave Maria Hour radio show. The Friars' popular Ave Maria Hour was first brought to the radio airwaves in 1939, recorded in New York City and on the mountainside grounds at Graymore, a home in Garrison, New York. These timeless classic stories of the Bible and the lives of the saints came to life each week through dramatic reenactment by professional actors and actresses. You know, friends, Christ once said, Do not hide your treasure under a bushel. In saying this, he meant share your gifts, share your talents. The Friars of the Atonement feel the message in these broadcasts remains as powerful and timely as when they were originally aired, and we are so happy to be able to share them with you today. To learn more about the missions and ministries of the Friars of the Atonement, I invite you to visit our website, www.atonementfriars.org In the meantime, sit back and enjoy this rebroadcast of the Ave Maria Hour. St. Daniel and his Companions early fall of the year of our Lord, 1227. Six Franciscan missionaries, Angelo, Samuel, Leo, Domnus, Nicholas, and Ugolino, have just arrived, weary from travel at an inn in southern Spain. They're looking forward to a well-needed rest. Oh. Oh. Oh, my feet are killing me. I don't think I could have walked another step. Brother Samuel, always exaggerating. Can't walk another step. Feet killing. They do ache, Brother Angelo. Uh, Well, that's better. Brother Leo and Brother Domnus are getting warm water for our feet. A little soaking, and we'll be all right. But aren't we to stop here for a while? Until Brother Daniel arrives. Who, Who is this Brother Daniel? He's the minister provincial of Calabria. He's to be the superior for our mission to the Muslims. Well, I wish Brother Daniel a safe and pleasant travel. But I'll also be pleased if he's a few days late. I could sleep for a week. Here is the water. Oh, thank you, brothers. Thank you. Put it down right here. Come, Samuel. Off with your sandals. Let me bathe your feet. Oh, no. No, you first. I'll bathe yours. Oh, you're more in need than I. No, but I, I was exaggerating, and after all, I, I'm younger the and... The is large. Both of you will put your feet in the water, and I'll bathe them. Who? 
Where did you come from? Your feet in the water, please. But why should we allow you to do this? We, we don't even know... Because who... I'm your superior, and I'm the one to bathe your feet. Brother Daniel! Yes, I am Brother Daniel. But how did you get here so quickly? We thought that Later, you... later, brother. Now, come, come. Both of you, off with your sandals. Very well, very well, brother. Now, feet in the water, please. Yes, yes, Brother Daniel. Oh, oh. 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 that feels so good. The others will remove their sandals and form a line. We shall talk after supper. Brother Angelo, your foot's badly lacerated. Yes. Will someone bring a bandage, please? We fully expected to be here ahead of you, Brother Daniel. I walked alone, Brother Angelo, and I did not have a lacerated foot. It's true. I slowed down the band. No, no, Brother Daniel. I was the cause. I fell behind several times, and the others had to wait for me. We had no idea Brother Angelo's foot was bad until you washed it. Never once did he limp or walk more slowly than the others. We... We'd never heard a word of complaint. I rejoice to see the loyalty you show to each other. With such men at my side, we shall not fail in our mission. Do you suppose there's been any change among the Moslems since Francis of Assisi sent the first mission seven years ago? It's hard to say. The Sultan refused them permission to preach and ordered them out of the country or to remain silent. Well, what happened to them? They refused to leave or to remain silent. The Sultan himself split their heads with his scimitar. And when Brother Francis heard of it, he, he cried out, Now I can truly say I have five brothers. We must be prepared to give our saintly founder seven more brothers. Hmm? Do you think they might kill us too? It's quite possible. If there is any among us who fears death, it's best he turn back. For once we've crossed the straits, there's no turning back. Each one of us must examine his innermost soul and answer the question, are you willing in spirit and in body to carry a cross even to Golgotha? When do we leave, Brother Daniel? The boat is waiting. Then let us go. Look at the size of that rock. Uh, that's Gibraltar. And over there, the one opposite on the African shore, that's Jebel Musa. The pagans called them the Pillars of Hercules after the Greek hero, who, it is said, wrenched a mountain range apart to join the seas. And, and is that the city of Ceuta in the distance? Yes. But we will not enter it right away. First, we will go to a village nearby. It is inhabited by European merchants. Uh, Christian merchants? Yes, Brother Samuel. We will act as their chaplains. Well, that's an encouraging sign. If the Sultan tolerates Christian merchants... They're permitted to trade in material goods, but are not permitted to mingle with the people. Are they expecting us, Brother Daniel? I think not. No. No, no one is expecting us. 
tells us the same thing, that it's useless to try to preach to the Moslems. Every merchant I've met urges us to go home if we value our lives. And how does a man place a value on his life, Brother Angelo? I suppose his true value cannot be estimated by himself, but for the good he can do before he dies. Or what he can accomplish in the way of goodness because he dies. If he dies for that which is the truth. Then value lies in how earnestly we seek the truth. Yes, I would say so. But once we have found the truth, should we cherish it for its own sake as a secret glory, or should we tell it to others? We must tell it to others, no matter what the cost. So let's prepare ourselves to go to Ceuta. And if it be God's will, we die for preaching the truth. So be it. was born, Jesus, the Son of God, died on the cross that man might be saved. But when he spoke, they hurled curses at him. He was stoned in Padai and spat upon, even as you do to me. Kill the infidel! Kill Prisoners will step forward. I am Abdallah, Kadi of Ceuta. If you do not know what a Kadi is, it means a judge. One who can pass sentence on you for disturbing the peace. Now have you one who can act as spokesman? I I am the spokesman, Kadi. It is evident that you are all madmen. No, Kadi. We are quite sane. We have Silence. Here. Why have you shaved your heads, and why do you wear rough clothes and go about barefoot? It's required in the order of the Franciscans. It is proof of madness. Since you cannot be held responsible for your actions, I will not have you beheaded. But you will be put in prison where you cannot cause trouble. We are not madmen. We are missionaries who have come to Morocco to announce Christ to the people. You expect me to believe that? One would have to be mad to declare himself a Christian missionary in Muslim territory. Is there no way we can prove we're what we say? Now listen carefully. Seven years ago, five missionaries came to Morocco. They were told to leave or to keep silent. They refused, and the sultan killed them. We are aware of what happened at that time. And yet you wish to prove to me that you are Christian missionaries? That is our wish. Only a lunatic would make such a request of me. 
My poor man, I pity your condition. However, I cannot have you ranting in the streets, so for the present, I am going to lock you up. Take the prisoners away. Daniel, the caddy actually believes we're lunatics. It would seem so. We walk hundreds of miles to preach the gospel, and they say we're mad. If he pities us, why does he let the Moors come each day and insult us and throw rocks at us? The, the caddy's coming now. You can ask him. Guards, stand by. I will call you when needed. Now, which one of you wrote this letter to the merchants? I did. It proves that you are Christian missionaries. It would have been better if it had not been sent. But I've tried to convince you that we are missionaries. Unfortunately, the people have learned of this letter and know who and what you are. As madmen, you could have gone free in time. But now a different situation confronts us. It was you who said we were mad. We've never tried to deceive you. I am here to give you a chance for life. If you will renounce your faith and acknowledge Allah as the one God and Mohammed as his prophet, you may be released. We reject your offer. Very well. Perhaps you will soon change your tune. Guards! Take them to individual cells. You... Wait. What is your name? I'm Brother Samuel. You will stay here. I wish to talk to you. Brother Samuel, have you ever seen a man die on the rack? Have you ever seen a man torn limb from limb? No. Then try to imagine the pain of the man who is on the rack. Why are you telling me this? I wish to save you. Now, of course, I understand you could not speak up with the others present, but now you are free to say what you really would like to say. Would you... Torture a man because he doesn't believe as you do? Ah, my young friend. Do you expect me to show mercy to those who say Allah is false? Samuel, you are young. I do not wish to see you tortured to death. You don't wish to die, do you? No. I would like to live so I can preach the gospel. Of course you want to live, but you don't have to give me an answer now. Think things over. I will speak to you tomorrow. Angelo, this man, Daniel, why do you obey him? He is our superior, and we're bound by vows of obedience. But what right has he to speak for six other men in this matter of life and death? We are all of the same mind. But even if we were not, we're bound to obey him. Suppose he were to say to the six brothers, I release you from your vows of obedience. He would never say it. I put it only as a hypothetical question. We're still bound by the vows of the order. But if you were released by Daniel, he would no longer be spokesman for you? Not if he renounced his position. Ah, thank you, Brother Angelo. That will be all for now. Daniel, I just visited your companions, excellent young men, so devoted to you, so loyal. They're not succeeding in having us renounce our faith as a group. 
You approach them as individuals. Well, after all, is not life or death a question each should answer for himself? Each man did answer that question when he took the vows of the order. So I was told. In the course of my visits, I've learned a great deal about your order. However, I don't envy you the responsibility you now carry. Please explain. I am placing the lives of the six in your hands. In what way? As their leader, you're far more important to us than they. If you will renounce your belief, I'll set the others free and return them to Europe. How can I make a bargain like that with a... A Muslim? A man who would torture? You feel I would break my promise? I was not thinking of that. There are two things that people say about me, that I am the harshest cadi they ever had and that I have never broken my words once it was given. So I believe you would keep your promise if I would agree to the terms. Then you reject it? You will let six men suffer and die to prove to yourself the quality of your own strength? By what right, Daniel? These men are all young. Your children, in your care, yourself as their father. Stop it! Stop it! Put me on the rack. But don't torture me in this way. No, no, no. You'll not go on the rack. The children will, one by one, while you stand by and watch. No, you must not. Then sign this declaration that you have renounced your belief. I can't. I cannot do it. Very well. Which man shall I take first? Do you wish to choose him? No? Well, there is Angelo and Nicholas and Leo and Samuel. Not Samuel. Ah, Ha-ha. So, Samuel is your weakness. Of course, the youngest. Another twist. No! Have mercy on him, Abdullah. Will you renounce your mission and bow to Allah? I beg of you. Let me take his place on the rack. Your turn will come. Twist once more. He's fainted. That is enough. Take him to his cell. Bring him back in half an hour. And you put him back on the rack? Of course. It would be more merciful to kill him outright. I know that. But what good does it do to administer pain he cannot feel? May I go to him? Certainly. I will send your companions to his cell also. I want them all to know what is in store for them because of your stubbornness. Samuel. It's Angelo. My feet, my feet are killing me. Brother Daniel is bathing them. They're swollen and cut. Oh, Brother Angelo, I'm not exaggerating this time. I know, I know. Brother Daniel. I'm here. I'm at your side. Oh, Brother Daniel. I could never stand pain when you offered us the chance to turn back. I should have accepted. Brother Daniel, you warned us of death. But you said nothing of torture. Don't let them do it again. Rest, brother. Rest. Don't try to talk. They won't put me back, will they? 
Don't let them. Don't let them put me back. Promise me, Brother Daniel, don't. I can't stand it anymore. Don't you answer. God, God have mercy on me. Samuel, don't ask Brother Daniel to promise things he can't give you. How is he? Who is it? Abdallah the Qadi, Samuel. I am glad to see that you have regained consciousness. Qadi, have mercy. Don't send me back! That is entirely up to your brother Daniel. What does he mean? He promised that all of you could go free and he would return you to Europe. If I would renounce Christ and accept Allah... So that's why you forced him to look on when Samuel was on the rack. Of course. The same as he will look on while the rest of you, one by one, suffer the same fate. Brothers, see what he's trying to do. To make our superior responsible for our lives in the hope to break him. And is he not responsible? Did he not lead you here? Have you not vowed to obey him? Again, I ask you, Daniel, what right have you to decide life or death for these six men? I say, let each man decide for himself. And I told you, each man had decided for himself. But under ago. very different conditions. It's easy to take a vow to die for your faith when death is a far-off thing. But now it is only hours away. Do you think that it's only because of Brother Daniel we all refuse to renounce Christ? We can prove that very easily. Let your superior release you from the vow of obedience to him and permit any one of you who wishes to act as he pleases. And if that's done... What will you ask of us individually? I will spare the life of anyone who accepts Allah. Then listen to me now. I hereby release you all from your vow of obedience to me as your superior. You are free to act as you please in this matter. I make one exception. Samuel, did you hear that? You are no longer bound to your superior. I was about to say, Samuel is not released. What is this? Why the exception? Why, Samuel? He's still dazed by your torment. Until such time as his mind clears, I am his shepherd. You will send him back to the wreck? Yes, if you make it necessary. I do not understand. In his weakened condition, and with you pressing him, he is in no condition to make a decision. Ah, you are afraid of him then, eh? If you persuaded him to renounce Christ, he would lose his soul. And if I permitted that... I would lose mine. Ah, you are a strange lot. Now, you have all been released. Very well. Those who wish to live can step forward. Cardi, we do not agree. We're released from vows. You have just heard the man say so. But a vow binds in two ways. The one who makes it and the one who accepts it. He who accepts it can say, I release you. But it still holds if the maker refuses to accept the release. Nonsense. You're a judge. If both parties agree to a contract, can it be broken without the consent of both? Then you consider yourself still bound. Eh? I do. And the rest of you? Those who agree with Angelo, raise your hands. Oh. All of you. If it be their wish... I cannot abdicate my position. One moment. Samuel. No, I forbid it. Stand aside. Samuel, look at me. Do you know who I am? Kadi, Abdullah, 
Is your mind clear? I, I think so. Then listen carefully. You do not want to go back on the ranch. No, 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 please, please don't. You do not have to go. Your superior has released you from your vow of obedience. Is this true, Brother Daniel? Tell him. It is true, Samuel. The vows which are in my power to release you of. I so do. Now, Samuel, you are a free agent. You do not have to listen to Daniel or obey him. I can save you from that rack. All you have to do is sign this statement. What does it say? That you have seen the light and are mistaken in your faith that your Christ is the Son of God. Brother Daniel. Yes, Samuel. Don't release me from the vow. You fool, you, you fool. What are you saying? Help me up. I want to ask something of Brother Daniel. Oh. I want to ask permission to do something. What is it, Brother Samuel? Will you grant me permission to... Permission to give my life for Christ? I give you my permission, my brother, and my blessing. Very well. Put them all to death. listening to this rebroadcast of the Ave Maria Hour, brought to you by the Franciscan Friars of the Atonement. For over 110 years, the Friars have devoted themselves to fulfilling St. Francis' prayer, to heal wounds, to unite what has fallen apart, and to bring home those who have lost their way. We work for Christian unity and interreligious understanding. We provide respite at our retreat center at Greymoor for those in need of spiritual renewal. We staff parishes throughout the world, serve as chaplains for colleges, hospitals, and prisons. We care for the ill through hospice work, ministry to those with HIV AIDS. We also shelter the homeless and provide treatment and services for those suffering from alcoholism and drug addiction. If you would like to be included in our prayer list, participate in special St. Anthony Novenas, and or visit St. Anthony's Shrine, Graymoor. Attend a retreat, learn more about our Ave Maria Hour productions, or simply make a donation to assist us in fulfilling St. Francis' prayer to help those in need. Please visit our website at atonementfriars.org or email me at avemaria at atonementfriars.org. You can write to me, Father Bob, Friars of the Atonement, Graymoor. Post Office Box 300, Garrison, New York, 10524. And so, in closing, 
I ask for the blessing of God upon you and those you love. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. And may he look upon you with kindness and give you his peace. Amen.